I'm Emily from sexwithemily.com. CrazyGirlProducts.com carries unique pheromone-infused products that make you feel sexy and confident. I'm crazy about their wannabe naked shave cream. It's made perfectly for your more intimate areas. No shave bumps or ingrown hairs. Use coupon code EMILY25 for 25% off at CrazyGirlProducts.com. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can listen to all of our podcasts, sign up for our mailing list. And you know, you really, you really should sign up for our mailing list because if you, if you never want to miss another Sex with Emily show again, if you want your sex life to improve, your relationship to improve, I'm going to give you everything you need. You just got to go to my website. Plus, I give you a report, the five biggest mistakes you're making about for men and for women. Anderson, what? Why are you looking at me? Okay, and before I I go any further, I must tell you that this show is brought to you by Audible.com. It's the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature. For a free audiobook of your choice and a 30-day trial, go to audiblepodcast.com slash sexwithemily. And I'm telling you, if you're ever in traffic, you're ever really like so sick of the radio, I mean, which you shouldn't be because, you know, I'm on the radio, but if I'm not on the radio, you should download a book, people. Educate yourself. It's so great. Download your free one, audiblepodcast.com slash sexwithemily. Okay. Hi, Anderson. What up? What up? How you doing? It's How great to see you. It's good to see you, Ems. I love you. I love you. I, they were talking badly about, no, I shouldn't say badly about you, but they were suggesting that you would bang Michael Catherwood, even though he has a wife, on <laughs> Loveline the other night. And I came to your defense and I said, how dare both of you? Who, who said that? Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew said that I would bang Mike Catherwood if he didn't have a wife. It, even if he does have a wife. If he has a wife. Yeah. Well, how, so how did Michael that come up? Uh, I don't know. Anderson, you cannot start. You can't just. I don't this. remember, man. I don't listen to that show. It's such a dude thing. I don't know. I just heard half of it. Women, we, we need to know everything. If you talked about me, you tell me. Remember when you did the show last week with Just Drew? Yes. And he kept talking about how different you are. Yeah. He has it in his head that you're obsessed with Mike and you, you, uh, you're you a different person when Mike's around. No, I was just better because Mike talks I the whole goddamn time. Totally and when agree. Mike's I'm not like, there. I'm like, oh, I can actually talk. That's what and I said. It's not my show. I'm not going to take over. I'm the guest co host. I went on and, and I said, to be respectful. fair to Emily, she said, actually verbatim, Mike just talks nonstop. And I have to sit there and listen. You said that on the air? Yeah, too? it was pretty good. Oh, Jesus. Thanks. Uh-huh. Um, but Dr. Drew thinks I'm obsessed with Mike. He likes to live vicariously through. To me, what that means is that Drew wants you to be obsessed with him. And he's living vicariously through Mike. Oh, I, th- I bet you're right. I'm more obsessed. If I had to sleep with anyone, they're both married. You'd oh, sleep with- not- Someone asked me this last week on the show. Um, I, I would sleep with both of them at different times. It depends what kind of mood I'm in. But anyway. Is it like a red or white wine? type thing exactly <laughs> well now who knows what happened that day that's very funny i love when they talk about me and i'm not here and talk about things that i would do that are immoral um today's show is going to be awesome um anderson anything happened to you this week sexually that you'd like to share nope god damn Plain it and normal. all these people don't want to share anything okay well I oh, you should have had me 10 years ago i would have been i uh, would have been a party well, where the hell were you i mean seriously it would have been so helpful um okay i've got to say this also i have a special guest sitting here it is jeff abraham hi jeff how are you doing he Oh, we are so happy that you're here. This took a while to get here because Jeff is, Jeff 
started a company called Promescent. You guys have heard me talk about it on the show, but there's a really important reason why I have him here today because, okay, so Promescent, as you've all heard me say, is is a new treatment for premature ejaculation, which afflicts one in three men at some point in their lives, and not just when they're teenagers. People think it's always the young guys, right? And it's everyone. And so it's FDA approved, and it's coming up fast. Like, we had a huge article. There was a huge article about you guys. MSNBC. MSNBC. That like got they were picked like, up by the Associated Press, so it pretty much went viral. It was right. everywhere. And why do you think all the hype? This time, and we've been talking, we know this, but it's just like they're finally just realized, like, oh my God, this is like, we can actually like help people with this? I think two reasons. Number one, the medical credibility with all the key opinion leaders that are behind it was a big step. That got us into MSNBC, Jane Wells, who does a lot of work for MSNBC, and she's a very credible journalist. So I think the factor of the, that the medical, the, the physicians behind it got us in front of Jane Wells. And when Jane Wells says something, it's not like people go, she might be advertising, she might be affiliated with it. She's a financial expert evaluating companies. And she saw the market and the need for a product and then saw the traction we had gained. So it went really, really well. She was very impressed by the company, the product. And she did her homework. She talked to physicians, talked to people who used it. So it came across as very well uh, researched and it was very thorough. Yeah, it was very thorough and it was maybe the first time that a lot of people ha- had ever heard about it because a lot of times people, we've talked about this in the show that, you know, that that people are treated, men are given antidepressants which have horrible side effects or, you know, they're told like do all these different things which they just don't do or doesn't work and so this is amazing. So congratulations to you for all this and today we're going to be talking about um, some, some, some tricks and, pe- you know, you and I are both in the penis business. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I also do, you know, other than, you know, I deal with vaginas too, but, but we are, we're, we're about helping people, you know, have better sex. I actually have a new, a new ball lotion, as mm-hmm. you know about, which I'm going to give you a copy of. It's a, did I give you any yet? You have not given oh me any Oh my God. Yet. Okay. It's called Down Under Comfort. Mm-hmm. Go to emilyandtony.com because a lot of men, they're, you know, not only are they premature ejaculating, but they don't smell so great down there. They're not fresh. They're not dry. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's super clean and fresh and it's a creamed tapioca powder formula. People can buy it at emilyandtony.com. Use coupon code Emily. And I was thinking on the way over here, anyway, we're both, like, helping men with their penis. How funny that, that like, I mean, I, mean, do, I talk about penises in all different ways, but that I actually created a product and you created a product. Correct. Because the penis runs the world, really. Not even the vagina, although it kind of should and it's sort of suppre- repressed, suppressed, but it really is the penis. So it figures there's so much happening for it. We have a product that is primarily for the penis, obviously, right. but I call it a relationship product. Because let's it's face true. it, if oh my God. a man can't perform, in a lot of cases, the woman is more profoundly affected than the man. If a man prematurely ejaculates, he still does ejaculate. Exactly. The woman is like, excuse me, I'm over here. I, uh, well, that's the thing. Yeah. Okay. Don't, don't even get me started. On that. I dated <laughs> someone for way too long who was a premature ejaculator. Mm-hmm. It was a long time ago. Um, I just say that to protect the innocent. No, but mm-hmm. this really was a long time ago. But I dated him for a long time because it was like... I mean, at least he was one of those guys who premature ejaculated, who understood that, okay, I can't please you. I'm working on it, but he never really did. But I'm, but I mean, I can't, I can't, I'm going to, I'm going to come too quickly, but I'm going to please you. So he was very good at that. And so that was fine. And I was busy and I didn't really care that much to be honest, because sex was not my focus then. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I know that it's so, so many women this happens to, and they're, they're like, and I feel like the funny thing is that every guy's like, oh, this never happens. I swear. You know, that's like the first thing they always say. But then it's like, it's really like, it can be so traumatic for women because because they don't want to make the guy feel bad because they already feel bad but then they're not getting their needs met 
And so this is really something permescent that, that they can buy for their partner. Be like, hey, babe, I just found that. Like, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Like, you're premature decalating, freaking me out. It's kind of like, oh, look what I just read. This could be cool. Try I it out. I tell women all the time that the best way to approach this is not to say to a man, you're deficient, not to say to a man, you're not pleasing me. You suggest it, maybe even in conjunction with a toy or something else, and go, our love life is great. Let's make it supersonic. Right. Our love making it supersonic. Let's it. make it ultra. Take it to the next level because that's much easier for a man to accept in, in, in place of looking at him and going, you're deficient. You're not exactly. satisfying me. Like men, I think, can't handle it like worse than women can. Like, it's I hard. Think- a lot of a man's – his ego and his self-esteem is – you know, if a man is satisfying his woman, he feels better about himself. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you know, he- one thing that you and I have discussed this before is I can't tell you how many times I've been in a situation with a couple. And they'll go, what do you do? And we start talking about it. And I'm very open about it, of course. And the guy goes, oh, we don't need that. And five minutes later, the woman goes, you have a sample of that? You can give me to take home? And I, I, if that's happened once, it's happened a hundred exactly. times. Exactly. Exactly. No, no, honey, you're fine. Come yeah. here. Yeah. Jeff. And, yeah. And it's funny because when I took over the company, I demanded complete control because I thought that we really didn't have a focus on what we need to do. And one of the things I told people was we need to focus on women as much as men. And people go, well, it's a man. I go, but it's profoundly affects a woman. And for the first year, all we did was go to urologists. We developed a, a uh, pharmaceutical sales force. So it was almost all men buying the product. Then we got some exposure. We were featured on Dr. Oz. 50% of our sales for the next two months were women. Yeah, Women saw it and went, because a woman will suffer in silence because if she doesn't feel there's a real answer, why bring it up and create more anxiety? Right, if there's right. no product available, why would you go, well, you're not satisfying me. This isn't good if you go, there's nothing. But if all of a sudden she goes, wait a second, there's something out there that works, then she's going to spring into action and go, we're going to get this. Because to, men yeah. are always the last ones to, to get help for this kind of thing. They men don't want to talk pneumonia. to the doctor. Men they don't want to talk to their partner. And the wife is like, let's go to the doctor. It's a cold. I'll shake it off. Right. I mean, I, they don't want to deal. They don't want to deal with it's it. So what would they do with that women? Yeah. I just don't understand. Are and there an, other partners? Another know? thing you'll find really interesting in talking to urologists and gynecologists, you know, because we do with both in, in our business. Do you know urologists don't ask a man, how is your sex life? I know. You know why? Because every man's going to go, I'm a porn star. Of course right, it's exactly. great. Every gynecologist or OBGYN, when you go in, they t- women want to talk. How's your sex life? They discuss it openly. Right. And we need to get to the point in our society where that's men do. drop that guard and go, this is an issue that's important in my life if I have it. And even the urologist will tell us that the PE question is, oh, by the way, they'll be in there for 20 right, minutes right, with right, urologists. Right. Oh. They go through the prostate. They go through urine everything. Then the guy's leaving, hand on the door. They go to leave. Oh, by the way, do you have anything for – they're almost embarrassed and it's that last-ditch thing. Oh, I, they, like they're forcing themselves right. to, to ask the question. Exactly. And doctors, they get no training in sex. They have like one day of like if they're 10 years of medical school and residency, they like have one class in sex. Yeah. So that's why I think I have millions of listeners to this show because they have no goddamn well, other place That's exactly. They have no other place to turn. So true. Okay, Jeff, we're going to get into more penis stuff and vagina stuff soon. But I also have to um, – we have a little bit of sex in the news that we do okay. on the show. So we're, you, we, can, uh, we can talk about some sex in the news, which Let's do the it. first story actually has to do with um, the penis as well. Oral sex – no, this is for women actually. It's about mm-hmm. oral sex. It's for women. Oral sex cures morning sickness. Pregnant women have used natural remedies such as a teaspoon of ginger or a mint to help battle morning sickness. But now – one medical professional believes you can add oral sex to that. So there's a Gordon Gallup, a psychology, uh, a psychologist at SUNY Alabama, said the best way to cure morning sickness during pregnancy is sperm. 
so they can, um, a better way to get your girlfriend to give you more all sex. So it's basically, they're saying that Gallup has been finding that the woman's body will initially reject the father's semen as an infection and react to it by vomiting. So they need to, um, it should be the sperm of the person that got you pregnant. And if you have their sperm, you will be less likely to have morning sickness. I believe there was just a bunch of men who were sitting around who made up this study so they get more all sex. I didn't want to say anything, but I was going to say that sounds like a guy made that up. Yeah, that's what I think too. And women would um, look at it and I go, I don't even wow. believe it. Like I was like, is this really, is this really, I love oral sex stories. So I just have like my assistant mm-hmm. collect me all the oral sex stories. But wait, if it helps a woman, I mean, because they know a lot of men when their wife's pregnant, they're not necessarily getting the action they deserve. Yes. So. Okay, so another oral sex story. Couple gets fined for oral sex on a plane. Apparently this is legal. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it was on the way to Vegas, which is not a surprise. Not uh, at all. Doesn't necessarily stay there. Okay, so apparently what happens on the way to Vegas doesn't necessarily stay there. A couple fined $250 for allegedly engaging in oral sex in front of other passengers on a commercial Allegiant flight from Medford, Oregon to Las Vegas. So apparently, to the, according to the FBI, passengers on the flight saw Martin uh, exposing his genitals and twice joining Strobel in oral sex and other acts despite warnings by the flight attendants. Um, they were allegedly asked to stop by an attendant and did so during the drink and snack service. So... I just don't understand. Like, aren't there people sitting next to you? Is it? Is it more like they're getting a thrill? Probably. It had to be for the thrill, but or that certainly puts a something. screaming baby in the seat into perspective next to you now, doesn't it? Exactly. I mean, that makes that a lot less offensive. Having a baby crying next to you is having some guy getting worked. You know, I mean, personally, I'd be offended by that. I mean, go in the restroom or wait until you get to Vegas. Too. I would be so offended too. But what um, was his name? Who? Why you know him? I'm wondering if he's Swedish, maybe. Oh, because the Swedes can masturbate in public? Maybe he thought he was on Swedish air. Oh, that's a good point. As long as you don't make eye contact, you can be- beat off all you like. Did anywhere you know you that? Like. That's a new... Wait, you're it's kidding a new, me. No, no, no. Tell. Anderson. It's a new law. It's a true, true story. In Sweden. Where like, a guy was... like uh, He was charged with beating off in public and... and uh, I don't know what they would even call it. Well, like, masturbation? What? Masturbation or indecency. Mm-hmm. And a judge ruled that it was okay. He's free to go because he didn't make eye contact with anyone on the beach. He was, he, on, the he beach, was on the beach, and apparently, if you don't make eye contact, you can masturbate without the hell you want. You could be at the freaking Safeway or the Walgreens; it doesn't matter, whatever they call it in Sweden. But if you're not making eye contact with anyone when you're walking down the toilet paper aisle, you're fine. Big news for people with uh, like a wandering eye. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're like, damn, like they'll have to wear some kind of blinders or something. Um, so yeah, that was a big sex in the news story last week. Just wanted to share that with you. Okay, um, and we also have uh, we have a few emails to read too. Jeff. And we might get some calls. So here's the new thing, peeps. If you're listening, if this happens to be in your time zone, every single Thursday night from 9 to 9.30. Let's go 8.30. They were I working the phones tonight. didn't work yeah, before 8.30. I, I made some phone calls and they're working now. Why didn't we talk about this? Okay, I people, did, but this you is didn't even listen. better. <laughs> you're right. When I get here, I don't listen because I'm talking. So I can't it's listen. true. She's always talking. Okay, listen. That's what I do for a living. It works. Every Thursday night from 8.30 to 9.30, you can call. And we will answer your question directly uh, right on the air. You can get direct access to me and whoever is here with me. And it's um, the number is 800-LOVE-191. But you can only call between 830 and 930 Pacific Standard Time. Otherwise, you can't leave messages. No one will talk to you after that. So you got to do it at that time, um, which is exciting. So that could be happening. Okay. So here's another. Here's our first email. Dear Emily. The man I really like told me he can't come during sex or foreplay. However, if he masturbates, he does. He is pretty embarrassed about it. How do I show him it's nothing to be embarrassed about and that he can and that he hasn't met the right person yet? Thanks, Lucy. Have you ever heard this, Jeff? Someone, a man who can't ejaculate. 
But he can ejaculate during masturbation, exactly. but not with a woman. It's called delayed ejaculation, yeah. There is a syndrome, but the physicians I've been in contact with, it's pretty consistent during masturbation and right. being with them. I've never heard of it where you could ejaculate individually, but not with a woman. Right, exactly. I, I, I that, yeah, you. It's, I've heard like different scenarios, but um, I think a lot of it is because he, if he has done it during masturbation. However, if he masturbates, he does. First of all, we don't know if this is true. He might just be telling her that. I was going to say because you would think that the you'd have a heightened sense of arousal being with a woman as opposed to being by yourself. Exactly. So, I mean, just from personal experience, I would rather be with a woman. It's a little exactly. more enticing. I yeah, feel enticing. like a lot of men, and, and I'm not saying that there isn't some medical causes to this, but I do think a lot of times it can be psychological. Like they think, oh, no, it's going to happen, or it's not going to happen. Is yeah. it going to happen? Is it going to happen? Just like a lot of women with orgasms. They're yes. like, they like have those freak outs where they, they, they talk themselves out of it because they think about it too much. But, you know, there is also, a, you know, some medical components to it. But I think, Lucy, that... Um, I guess he doesn't have anything to be embarrassed about if you're okay with it. That's the thing. If you're fine with it, not that he would ever have to be embarrassed, but he shouldn't be upset if you're totally fine with it. Um, but what you added at the end there was he hasn't met the right person yet, Lucy, and I don't think that that's necessarily the case. I'll bet this is just something that happens to him when he's having intercourse. I don't think it means that he hasn't met the right person yet. I doubt that, Lucy. So don't be talking. I don't know if she's like talking herself out, thinking she can't please him or she's not the one who's going to get him there because I don't necessarily, I, I don't think that's the case. I, I don't, in a lot of these cases, it's not like he's going to meet one woman and then he's going to, you know, ejaculate Oh, all the yeah, time. exactly. I don't think it, any individual vagina would make that much exactly. difference to the guy. Exactly. If he's like, you know, like searching high and low for the perfect vagina, it, yeah. it's not going to happen. So, um, but if he masturbates, another thing you guys can do, Lucy, if you really like this guy and you're together, why not mutual masturbation? I, I think that mutual masturbation is a great way for couples to learn about each other's bodies in such an instructive, efficient way because you're lying there next to each other. He's masturbating. You're mas- He's seeing what turns you on. You're seeing what turns him on. It's you know, and it's and you can still be kissing and touching, but mutually masturbating. So it's kind of a win-win. What better way to find out what pleases a person than to watch them exactly. please themselves? Right. I think they're going to do like- exactly what they feel best doing. Exactly. And you can learn from that. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. I think that that's why I always tell couples it's a great learning tool. Like do it early on. Like why just keep guessing if you're with someone? Do it like early on in your relationship, and it's fun. Yeah. And it's hot. Like I know that it's it's I I enjoy watching someone masturbate, and I'm sure a lot of men enjoy the same thing. Being a guy, for some reason, you have a much heightened sense of arousal watching a woman than you feel almost weird about it right. doing it yourself. Right. Exactly. You you feel weird doing it yourself if she's doing it. No. Oh. But I would feel weird doing it if she was just there watching me. But if oh, the two of us together, it wouldn't do it be. together. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's great because we all think we're making weird faces and doing weird things. Yeah. But we're kind of, if you're both doing, doing it, it yeah. then you're in your own thing. That's but exactly. you still kind of pay attention, but you're not judging. You're just paying attention for deep. For, yeah, it's perfect. It's a win-win. It's actually one of my favorite sex tips to tell people what they should do. Okay. So, dear Emily, I've never been able to have an orgasm with penetration. I can only have an orgasm with clitoral stimulation. I've tried finding my G-spot, but I can't. I've used toys, read books. Is there something wrong with me, or do some women just not have orgasm through penetration alone? Um, okay, Lauren, here's the deal. 75% of women need clitoral stimulation to org- orgasm. So there's nothing wrong with you. Just make sure that you're getting plenty of it during sex. 
um, by doing by being like on top. A lot of times when women are top, they can get more clitoral stimulation. And you can also like rub your rub your clitoris with your fingers or use a vibrator during sex. I love, as you all know, the Jeju Mimi. M-I-M-I. Go to goodvibes.com. Um, use coupon code Emily. Get a discount. But it's it's a great one because you can hold it in the palm of your hand. It looks like a pebble, like literally like a stone. And 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 you just can put it there. And no, it's not like one of those obtrusive vibrators. He's gonna freak out. It looks like his penis. It's probably bigger than his penis, and he's upset. It's like you just use it in your clitoris. So there's nothing wrong with you. Now about finding your G spot, um, I'd keep looking. It sometimes takes a while. I feel like you're doing all the right things, and you're using toys because there are specific G spot toys. You can also find those those at Good Vibes. Um, but you're saying that is it something wrong with you that you you can't have orgasm? Um, Hold on a minute. Is there something wrong with me or do someone just have orgasm through? So I'm not sure if you haven't found it during penetration. Is that what you're saying? Because that's normal too. A lot of women can't have an orgasm. Even if you can find your G-spot and have an orgasm during masturbation, it's harder during penetration. So just keep looking and keep going at it and um, don't overthink it. Seriously, I think you might be thinking, am I going to find it? Am I going to find it? But you'll, you, you find it eventually. Not every single woman's going to like have amazing G-spot orgasms. I'm telling you, it's kind of a bummer. Some do, some don't. It's the luck of the draw. You know what I'm saying? We can't we can't be can't guess what we're gonna be born with, but I'm sure you have other gifts. If you can't have a G spot orgasm, you probably have other fine things going on in your life. So, um, okay, thanks Lauren for writing And Everyone, when you do email me feedback at saxwithemily.com, um, make sure that you tell me where you're calling from, where you're writing from. I wanna know uh, where you live. And I also want to know how you listen to the show. How do you consume Sex with Emily? There's a great app you can download for your smartphone, a Stitcher app. It's called S T I T C H E R for free on any smartphone and I just love them because it's so easy you can listen to any podcast on your smartphone when you're driving anything like there's thousands of podcasts so that's like a really easy way so let me know um okay so Emily dear Emily huge fan of the show I've been dating this girl for a while and I've been building up the courage to ask her to dominate me in the bedroom how do I go about this without making her think of me as less of a man she's very open to new ideas but I still haven't found a way to bring it up in conversation thanks so much for your time Mark that's a tough one for men to bring it up. I want you to dominate me. Especially if you're with a woman who is a submissive as well. But a lot of women will get turned on that she knows that that's something that you want. Have you ever, well, that's not, I don't know. You don't have to talk about your own sex life. Anderson, do you like being dominated by your wife? That'd be very strange. Why? It would just be weird. It just wouldn't turn you She's on. She's not a, a dominating type of figure to begin with. Okay. And if all of a sudden like she was playing roles, I, I've never understood the role playing at all. Right. Maybe I will later. Maybe later. You're going to be like, married you know, for the rest of your life. What? Iced tea? Yeah. Like he and Coco came in here years ago and they were talking about how like he put her on the corner and pretend like he had never seen her before and like he'd get in his car and he'd drive around the block and he'd be like, yo, baby, want to <laughs> get in the car? And that's how they had to have sex. They got to that point. Yeah, yeah. A lot of couples, they need to role play. They need to do that. So I would, this is how I would start it, Mark. I would say, and do you have anything to say on this topic? Do you have any male friends like this? Or I don't know if you want to talk about yourself. Oh, I'm totally open about talking. Okay. I, because I have to be so driven work-wise and everything else, I find it... I don't mind a mutually. When you like reverse roles, where sometimes reverse she roles, dominates, you dominate. Yeah, but being totally dominated, I guess I'd have to have that defined. I mean, if someone like tied me up and started beating me, right? I would have an issue with that. Right, exactly. But Maybe, someone being well, aggressive and taking the lead, I have no issue with exactly. that whatsoever. This is the thing, Mark. I think that you're overthinking it because here's the thing. A lot of men, the number one complaint I hear from men, one of the number one complaints besides premature ejaculation, is that they, um, is that women don't initiate sex enough. And I think what they mean by that is that not only doesn't my partner initiate sex, but she also doesn't like, like, she doesn't 
doesn't take over. She doesn't show me what she likes. She doesn't, she doesn't ever take control. And maybe they even want to be dominated a little bit. I think if you're in a long-term relationship and a woman never initiates sex, a man will eventually get the feeling like she's just acquiescing to him and basically doing it as a duty as opposed to really enjoying it and initiating it. So exactly. I think a woman initiating it lets a man know that he's desirable. Exactly. And I think that she, you can let her know that it'd be kind of fun if she took over. And maybe yeah. you could give her a little – you should start talking about what she wants first. Say, hey, how do you, think, how do you like our sex life? Um Anything you've ever wanted to try, what's your fantasy? Get her start talking first, and then you can let her know your fantasy, and then, you know, who knows what's going to happen. But communication is a lubrication, and so you need to talk to your partner about this. So ASAP, Mark, don't wait. People stay in relationships so long, and they don't talk about any of this stuff. We find a lot that we get a lot of emails, and I talk to a lot of our, you know, consumers, and the number one issue is communication. (sighs) Absolutely lack of communication. Exactly. Exactly. People just do not... They don't bring up whatever whatever that's whatever issues or whatever's going on. Like yeah. she wants more foreplay, he wants more this or that. It doesn't matter. And they don't know how to talk about it. I think Couples I told you the story about me. a woman in Colorado that I uh, I was on Playboy Radio and she heard it. And she called in and then she bought product and then sent an email saying, I heard your CEO. And it got forwarded to me and she had her contact. So I sent her an email. We started talking and she told me that our product saved her marriage. And here's the interesting thing. She said that she really felt that her husband had tuned her out. And that her husband basically was robotic during their intimacy. And she was really to the point where she was ready to leave. It turns out she bought the product. She introduced it into the relationship. And it turned their entire relationship around. Wow. It turned out that he was so robotic because he had a, a tendency to premature ejaculate. So his way of dealing with it was not to experience pleasure. It was oh, to literally right. think about baseball scores, think about his grandmother naked, think about anything. So he was there trying not to ejaculate. So she read his body language and his mood and felt that he wasn't into her. So then she turned off and started thinking about laundry, taking the kids (laughs) to school the next day. So over a period of two years, I call it the layering effect. Yes. They literally were playing off one another to the point where they had distance and had no intimacy in their relationship. She ordered it because she saw it on Dr. Oz and then heard me on the radio. And then I guess she saw it on Dr. Oz but wasn't quite sure that heard me on Playboy Radio and then bought it. And said that it opened up a whole new world for wow. them. And you have no idea how satisfying that is for the employees of our company to go, we changed somebody's life. We oh, saved yeah. someone's marriage. And it was a case of somebody reading someone else's response instead of talking to them, assuming that he's not into me. So she basically turns off. Then he even gets worse because he goes, my wife isn't being pleasured right. by me. And they are ready to split up. And the issue was him sitting there trying not to ejaculate. Yeah, exactly. That is so true. I, I call mean, it layering. It's layering. It's layering no because one they don't even remember where it started or what happened. And then it feeds off each other. And yeah. they don't even know what the issue is. And now, right, that's amazing. And she's been a reference for a couple of the articles that were written for us. I, I Oh, I mean, I hear from people all the time because I've been talking about Promessa for months because I was so amazed when we met. Yeah. And I was like, really? Because this is like every person has had an issue with this at some point in their life or for their entire life. And they just, and it's not even premature ejaculation. It's that some guys, like we're saying like premature ejaculation is like this defined one minute, two minutes, but some guys just want to last longer than eight minutes or 10 minutes. I can tell you this, and I've talked to thousands of people. And when I first decided to invest in the company, because I was an investor before I was the CEO of this company, that... There's not a man on this planet that at some time in his life hasn't been in a relationship where he was cognizant of the fact of trying not to ejaculate too quickly. Right. Never. Okay. Anyone who says they've never been in that situation is not telling the truth. Exactly. And 
even if you have satisfactory relationships, our tagline is make love longer. I tell people I'd love to change it to make love with reckless abandon. Right. But you know, a lot of <laughs> medical professionals go, wait right. a second, it's a little too edgy. Because there's a lot of times that a man is able to last long enough to his woman climaxes, but he's switching positions. You know, he's thinking about other things. He's slowing down, stopping. There's something called the arousal gap that physicians are very well aware of. The average man during intercourse lasts right around six minutes, five minutes and 58 seconds. The average woman during intercourse takes 19 minutes to achieve climax. That's called the arousal gap. The way people get around that, extended foreplay, thinking about, you know, baseball scores, you know, stopping, starting. All these different coping mechanisms come into play for people to have a satisfactory relationship. Wouldn't it be great if you didn't need to do that, if you could really make love with reckless abandon right. and totally enjoy your partner? Right. It'd be, well, it'd be amazing. It's, I mean, I think we're so many in our heads so, so many times and that men, this this plagues them for their entire life oh, unless they take get some promescent. Absolutely. And there's a lot of women that are unsatisfied or couples that aren't really reaching a full degree of intimacy right. because – they're so careful. They're so careful to make sure that I don't go before you do. I got to make sure right. this happens. And to take that out of the equation, like I said, and just bring more passion into the relationship is a very positive thing. Exactly. I mean, because already people are so many times in their mind too much during sex, thinking about the do list, or women are thinking, am I going to orgasm? There's already so much going on that are preventing people. If you've got like a real serious thing, like this has been going on in your life, and you've always thought that you ejaculated too quickly and you really, yeah, not only can you be intimate, you can't connect with your partner because your mind is racing, like thinking of baseball, like the funny video. We did a really funny video on this. So go to my I website. I love that video. Sexwithemily.com. Go to my YouTube channel, uh, Sex with Emily, and then um, subscribe to it and check out this funny video of a bunch of guys talking about what they're actually thinking about during sex and it's not how hot you look. Well, you Sorry. know what? Urologists will tell you that 20% of ED is actually misdiagnosed PE because if a man has PE for an extended period of time, he will eventually have erectile dysfunction because he knows intimacy won't lead to a satisfactory ending right. so he eventually develops psychosis and erectile dysfunction knowing that if he does get aroused it won't end satisfactorily so eventually PE will lead to ED right. so even 20% of the ED market is misdiagnosed PE yeah that's amazing it's that's, amazing that is that is just and then and then they're given viagra right they're given, well the interesting thing last year viagra cells Sylvetra did 8 billion dollars in sales <laughs> And urologists will tell you that the PE market is 30% larger than the ED market. Really? Yes. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, you've told me this, but I can't. It seems to me that, like, this is just such a no-brainer that if it really is, is large, it's because it's misdiagnosed, too. So it's misdiagnosed. It. Another thing that it's frustrating, and we run into this all the time, we've been in occasions in the past where we're going to have this major media outlet, it's going to be on a you know, a, a big radio show or television show, the last minute some producer goes, oh, this isn't a topic for this particular show. And I ask you, would not talking about insulin for diabetics be exactly. taboo? Would not talking about chemotherapy for cancer patients be taboo? Why in 2013, when PE is a recognized disease state that many people suffer from a physical affliction, people are so paranoid about mentioning something that can really help like it's so a many real people. Medical problem, it's right. a real medical problem. I know. It's I don't a recognized it. disease state by the American Urological exactly. Association. Exactly. I don't understand because America is 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 is, is and repressed. it's people like you and people like Jane Wells and people like Dr. Oz that you know really give me hope 
that there are some people that aren't so puritanical that they're going to penalize millions of people because their own we are trying to, views. That's what we're doing. We're trying to get the message out there just because yeah. we want everyone to have better sex. So so do you think that not, that not lasting long enough in bed is, is one of guys' biggest insecurities, would you say, besides the size of their penis? It's absolutely. There's no question about it. And if you They're go to like, a urologist, I just want to last longer. I just want to last longer. That's exactly. I, I have to satisfy my woman. I have to. I have to make my woman finish first. I always wonder how many chances the guy gets before a woman will call it quits. Think about how many guys are like, God, she's going to break up with me, or they like. Don't even try because they're afraid that they're going to ejaculate. Too. You know, it's like it really ruins so many men. The anxiety right. after a while, I think, would drive a man. And we hear this all the time. People find our product. They go, I had been asexual for five years. I quit having sex because I did not want to be in a position of disappointing my woman. Right. It's sad. It's it's really, really sad. So um, are there any – so um, – yeah, right. So I was wondering, are there any mental tricks? Like, what about all the mental tricks that people think to last? Like, like we're saying, think about baseball or, you know, what, I mean, it's so, like we were saying, like, there really isn't. Like, they, people talk about the stop-start method or think about something else. But to me, that's just, like, disingenuine and not really going to If you get really you have a physiological issue, you can think about baseball, you can think about your grip. Nothing is going to change that. You know, if you literally have some anxiety, you may last another 10 seconds or, or 20 seconds. It's not going to help. And one of the problems is this problem is so severe, and for many years there was no solution. Like you said, SSRIs, you know, uh, serotonin. Can we just talk about that for a second? In a second, how ridiculous is it that you're taking Prozac or Paxil for PE? So you have PE. Now here's the alternative. Now those do make the ejaculatory response delay, so they do have that desired effect. But you have dry mouth, nausea, vomiting, loss of libido, suicidal thoughts. You go, wait a second. The side oh. effects are worse than what I'm treating. Oh, my God. It's so bad. You're it, taking a pill. This is just, I mean, in It's systemic, too. Exactly. You know, it's not like you're in a situation where something like this is topical. You apply right only when you're intimate. If you take an SSRI, it has to be in your system for 30 yeah. days before it's even know? effective. Yeah. Even if you're intimate once a month, you have to be on it every single day. All day. And that's the only other cure. It's the only, only other, other solution that doctor, doctors think. Yeah. It, and doctors don't want to use it because of all the potential liability exactly. and side effects. And I've heard so many nightmares from guys who have taken it, like so many bad side effects, and um, but they're, they're taking it for that. So, um, But one thing I need to talk about real quickly is that this podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. It's the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature and featuring audio versions of many of the New York Times bestsellers. So for my listeners, my Sex with Emily listeners, you people, you get a free audiobook from Audible. Um, you get a chance to try out their service. You can download your choices. You can access them on your PC, burn them on CDs, upload on your iPods or MP3 devices. And it's quick and easy and fun and affordable and entertainment for all ages. And I've sort of been obsessed with Audible lately because since I moved to Los Angeles, I'm always in my car and I'm always driving. And I'm just like, sometimes I just want to listen to something. Like there's all, I have a million books right at my house. I'm dying to read. And I just think, you know what? I'm just going to listen to it as I'm driving, and it makes the life go by. And I just, sometimes I find myself like I don't get like I take I'm listening to it all day. Like when I'm shopping, I'll listen to my books. So I think that like a great book to consider if you guys have not read Sex at Dawn yet is an amazing book. It's I think it's one of the most important books about human sexuality that's ever been written since the Kinsey reports. Uh, it talks about like long term fidelity, why it can be so difficult for a lot of people. Because um, I get a lot of emails from people because they don't understand like mm -hmm. it's about monogamy, all this stuff, or Fifty Shades of Grey. This is what I tell guys. Fifty Shades of Grey is a book that your girlfriend or your wife is reading. 
Are you ever curious as a dude, what the hell does that book say and why are women freaking out about it? If you want to have better sex with your partner, why don't you read it? Better yet, you listen to it. Download it Audible. It's audiblepodcast.com slash sexwithemily. That's audiblepodcast.com slash sexwithemily and you get a free audiobook of your choice. It's free, free. So why not do it, okay? It's going to change your life, I promise. Okay, anyway, back to Jeff and Promescent. Our penis talk. We really like talking about penis hair. So antidepressants, no. If your doctor tells you to take antidepressants, anything other than the fact that you're depressed, don't take them. So let's describe exactly how Promescent works. It's so funny. My entire like trunk is filled with Promescent bottles. Because I'm like, <laughs> Jeff sent me a bunch. I'm like, oh my God. Everyone I talk to, like, I'm like, do you know anyone? Like my, my trunk is like filled with sex stories and everything. I'm like, this is great. So let's explain how it actually works. I'll explain exactly how it works. The basic premise that makes promescent effective is a eutectic formula that takes lidocaine from a crystalline to an oil aqueous form. When it's crystalline, it can't penetrate the stratum corneum. That's the outer layer of the skin. And what you want to do is get to the sensory nerves underneath. Because if it doesn't, then it sits on the surface. The man is numb and it transfers to the female and makes her numb as well. If you can get the lidocaine into an oil aqueous form, it penetrates the stratum corneum. Within 10 minutes, it's gone. So the man maintains a much higher degree of surface sensitivity. So and he's still no sensitive. Tra- People hear numb and they're like, what? No. That's exactly. What it does is it goes to the sensory nerves underneath. So the man maintains a much higher degree of surface sensitivity, but there's zero transference to the female yeah, she does. She's not getting She's numb. not even aware. That no, she doesn't even know you're doing it. it. You yeah. don't have to tell her. So it's a little that, bottle. That's exactly. Candy. That's what made this product the unique product and the success that it was because there were other lidocaine, prilocaine-based products. But- you literally would use them and you go, well, it's extending the actual lovemaking. You had to look down and go, am I even having sex? Everybody's numb. I don't know what's exactly, going on here. Exactly. It's like an aerobics class. I'm moving, <laughs> but I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not feeling anything. So oh it was God. developed by a Dr. Ronald Gilbert in Newport Beach. He was actually, that's how I got involved with the company. He was a good friend of mine and my urologist. And he actually asked me to evaluate the company and possibly invest in it. And I did. One thing led to another and I ended up taking over the company. So the credit goes to him. He developed this technology because as a urologist, he was frustrated because his, you know, if someone came in with prostate issues, he had an answer. If someone came in with ED issues, he had an answer. If someone came in with bladder issues, he had an answer. Every urologist will tell you my toughest patients are PE patients. I had no answer for them. I see them every four to five months. Doc, what do you have? And they go, I was so frustrated. And so it was almost like I dreaded them coming in, not because I didn't like them, because I had no answer for them. And now we just passed. The only way to get on this list, it's not a doctor tells us. It's not, you know, we think or the only way to get on this list is if someone buys product from our website and then lists a doctor. There's a customer survey form. We just passed a thousand different doctors in North America that someone has bought product on our site and listed a specific doctor, a thousand unique separate doctors. Now we sell through pharmacies and everything else and only 40% of people fill out that form. So you can imagine it must be two or 3,000 people right. that their first line therapy for PE is promescent in North that's America. A, that's amazing. It's amazing. It's And that's in two years. That's in two years you've done this. Yeah. Wow. So Jeff, physicians, so this committed. is no secret among physicians. Right. And they've just got to just – and everyone tell – if you so, yeah, if you have this issue, you might want to ask your doctor about it too. Uh, doctors know about it. It's no right. big secret. We go to the AUA conventions. We go to SMSNA. In fact, we're going in November, Sexual Medicine Society of North America in New Orleans. And the last couple times we've been there, we have more traffic in our booth than the big billion-dollar pharma oh, companies sure have because everyone knows who they are. Right. That's established technology. People go, okay, I've, you know, I've seen that a million times. They go, what's this? And people go, oh, there's something for – 
P.E. Oh, right. I'm going there. I just can't believe it. It's like almost seems like I can't believe it hasn't even been around before. Like I feel, I feel like, like there hasn't been a cure before. There hasn't One been One of the things that I constantly am amazed at, you know, coming from the semiconductor industry, I was a semiconductor professional. That's what I did and I retired. I didn't know that. That okay. you can have these billion-dollar pharma companies that have all these ED drugs. You know, because let's face it, Viagra, Salisylvetra, every one of those is made by whether it's Lilly or Pfizer, GlaxoSmithKline, billion, billion, multi-billion dollar companies. Anyone who makes a product for ED is fully aware of the need for something for PE. You can't be in one without the other because all right. the doctors... How did this go unfulfilled for 20 years when these ED drugs were around? It, and then a little doctor in Newport Beach, California, <laughs> develops the cure. It's amazing. I'm glad it happened that way. Right, right. But it never ceases to amaze me. This is right. Right. I How does that happen? I don't happen? know because this is like every day. Like some, it just, it's so under your nose and then you just – I don't know yeah. what happens. He's, he was a good guy. He's a great guy. And even now, and he was devoted and committed, and he's like, "This is a problem. That's how we invent things." He was We're a like, healer. There has to be a solution. He did not develop this product to monetize it. He did not develop this because he wanted to be rich. He was frustrated that he had patients that he had nothing for, and he was that kind of a guy that he was devoted to helping his patients. And here's what you know transpired out of it was this great product. But it, it never ceases to amaze me that for 20 years this. This need was unfulfilled, and we're in talks right now with four or five major pharma companies that now they're, oh, these guys have it. Okay, right. we, we want it. And of we course sit they there. Do. Exactly, but it's hilarious because they say to me, it would have taken us $50 million to develop this product and do what you did. And we did it $1.5 million. Yeah, that's amazing. That and you did because that. they and have all this success. bureaucracy right, and they have exactly. all these layers. And, you know, I'm the CEO of the company, but I work our interactive chat form right. on the. I, site for an hour a week. I need to talk to the people using the product. If we see something that's ne- needed, we make a decision, we do it. We don't right. have to run it up 50 layers of exactly. of management. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, exactly. And I love that you do that. You're so committed to it and you hear from all you hear you hear from all different types, right? People and you say that most of your order people reorder, right? Like you have an Our reorder clients. rates insane. We is, just instituted this cart that now tracks all that like 18 months ago. We have people that have ordered 12 times, 11 times, 10 times. We have over 4,000 identified repeat customers, unless it's an exact match, because some people sometimes use one credit card, sometimes use another credit card. It has to be an exact match for this to be picked up. We have over 4,000 people. And like I said, some of them 10, 11 times, you can just see them every month reordering on a regular basis. That's amazing. Well, congratulations to you for all your success and for helping all my listeners. So it's Promescent. It's on my website. Just click on it at sexwithelmy.com. That's the easiest way to do it. And they can order it to their home. Love Very it. easy, right? Love the exposure. They can do that. Um, and Jeff, anything else happening on the horizon that we should know about or any other tips or tricks or anything else? How's your sex life? <laughs> I have to ask all my guests. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, You're it's, happy? You look I'm satisfied. Happy. You look happy right now. I don't know if you just had sex or anything, but No, I did not. I just flew I'm here today. I'm glad you're, from you're healthy yeah. and happy, and um, I'm glad it's really good to see you. And thanks for sharing all this really important information for our listeners and for women, too. Here, so many couples don't know how to have this conversation. And maybe PE isn't even, even, isn't, isn't even the issue in your relationship. There might be, you know, he's not performing oral sex on you enough, or she's not doing enough for you. I just think that... This whole show about Sex with Emily is about couples communicating and talking about what's going on because it just amazes me how many couples are together for years, 20 years, whatever, how long, and they it never comes up once. They're if you like, stop talking, you stop growing, you stop right. loving, you stop – your whole relationship becomes stagnant. And it's not even just in the bedroom. Right. It's, people need to talk about every Everything, issue. Every issue. 
and and exactly. And when sex be- is is something that is an issue, and you don't talk about it, it becomes an even bigger issue. One of the things that back to promise it really quick that surprises me. You'd be surprised how many men call up and go, "I don't want my partner to know that I'm using this." Well, they know. I don't understand if you're that close to be intimate with someone right. why you want to keep a secret, right. why you want to go spray off of the corner on the side and make sure she doesn't know. Love is intimacy. Sex exactly. is intimacy. It's and, you know, if you're keeping secrets from one another, it's not intimate. It's not intimate at all. And I don't understand because it's that's that's going to keep you from from achieving and to, from finding the relationship that you want. Absolutely. If you're not honest with your partner about, you know, not that you tell them every little thing. We all have little secrets that we keep each other. But when it comes to sex and if it come, if you're silently suffering through your sex life right now and there's some things that you want, you want to be, you know, tied up or you want to be someone wants to talk dirty or you want to last longer or you wish your partner would perform oral sex. You want a blowjob when you walk in the door. Whatever it is, express it. You why life is too short to yeah. have bad sex? Like it's just I just don't understand it. It's like it's just the one thing in the world that's like if you, it's we can all have really good sex. If we work and how at many it. times do you think that someone doesn't communicate something and they would find out years later the other person would have been just as much yes. up for it if you would have been. But they didn't want to bring it up either because each one is thinking, well, I don't want to be the first person to mention this. Exactly. Express it. If your relationship is solid, even if they're not into it, you'll work your way through it and not do it. But at least you will have expressed it. Exactly. And I even think that it's that it's better to tell someone early on in a relationship because then you find out if this is someone that you want to be with or not. If they Absolutely. judge you and they say, oh, you got to take that. You're not my guy. You're not my guy. Guess what? They did Better to favor. find out sooner than later. Why spend two years, twenty years with this person? So I just think the communication isn't only like to get what you want in bed, or whatever. It's to find like if you're with a good partner, if you're with a good person. People just like I always say, it's like the representative, right? People bring their representative early on in dates. It's not their real. It's not their real self. They're they ambassador. So much, they're ambassador, right? Exactly. And so, and, and how long are you going to do that? You can't do that forever. So I just think the, the sooner that you show people who you really are, the better off you will be, and and you'll be in a healthier, stronger relationship. I agree so, 100%. That's what I think. Thank you, Jeff from Promescent. Check it out, everyone. My if pleasure. If you want to improve your sex life, go to Promescent. And thanks, everyone, for listening to Sex with Emily. Find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Sex with Emily. Also, my YouTube channel, Sex with Emily. We've got some great videos there. And subscribe to my mailing list. And I love you all. Thank you for emailing me. And thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Hi, I'm Emily from Sex with Emily. Good Vibrations carries the hottest toys and vibes. I love the Jeju Mimi because it's discreet yet powerful and great for couple sex. Find out how much pleasure your body can really handle. Use coupon code EMILY for 15% off at goodvibes.com.